Well, let's turn over to John 8.31. I had this on my heart for some time, you know, and as we turn the corner into 2021, this is always a different time. You know, it's starting a new year. Um, you know, people look at it different ways as far as the, the calendar year. And, you know, of course, there's a lot of people that make resolutions um, during this time. And, you know, it's a good marker. It's a, it's a unit of time to see, just like we just did when we were making that or reading that list with the church, what, what happened in that period of time. And then, you know, what's, where are we going to be next year? Um, so it's a different time when we, when we cross this threshold. But I had something specific on my heart uh, for this morning and have had for some time. Let's look at John 8.31. It says, Then Jesus said to those Jews who believed Him, If you abide in My word, you are My disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. He said, if you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed. Verse 32, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. The truth will make you free. Not just anything, not somebody's opinion, not somebody's philosophy, but the truth. What is truth? Pilate said that to Jesus. Let's look at John 18, verse 33. He said that exact phrase. What is truth? Verse 33 says, Then Pilate entered the praetorium again, called Jesus and said to him, Are you the king of the Jews? Imagine this really going on. This man is a man of power, thinks he has authority over Jesus. He has no idea who he's talking to. He's talking to the king of the universe. And he thinks, You're in my hands. He doesn't know what's going on. Jesus answered him, Are you speaking for yourself about this, or did others tell, others tell you this concerning me? Pilate answered, Am I a Jew? Your own nation, the chief priests, have delivered you to me. What have you done? Verse 36, Jesus answered, My kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, my servants would fight, so that I should not be delivered to the Jews. But now my kingdom is not from here. Verse 37, Pilate therefore said to him, Are you a king then? Jesus answered, You say rightly that I am a king. For this cause I was born, for this cause I have come into the world, that I should bear witness to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth hears my voice. See, he said, I, I have come into the world that I should bear witness to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth Here's my voice. Verse 38, Pilate said to him, What is truth? And when he had said this, he went out again to the Jews and said to them, I find no fault in him at all. He said, What is truth? And you could say that today. People say that all the time. Well, what's real? What's true? What is what is the right way? Well, that's your opinion, but I have my opinion. Well, truth is not relative. Truth doesn't change for different people. Truth is solid. Truth is unchanging. 
In other words, if something is true, it will be true tomorrow, and it was true yesterday. We're talking about eternal truth. You know, I mean, you can look outside and say it's true today that, I don't even know what it's like outside now, but, you know, it could have changed, but it's cloudy. Well, that's true. Then it could be sunny. It could be warm. It could be cold. We're not talking about specifically those, although that, that can be, you can tell that's true. If you just looked outside, you could tell it's true. If somebody were looking at the same thing and said, well, no, I think it's cloudy when the sun's blinding, there's a truth. And just because somebody else goes, well, no, you know, I think it's snowing now. But it's not. It's, you know, it's 75 and sunny, and somebody else says, no, it's cloudy. Well, I think it's hailing. Somebody's right, and it can be proven. It's not like, just look up in the sky. I mean, it's not like, well, I, I just think this. So that's the way a lot of people treat truth. Well, I have this opinion. Now, you couldn't get away with it. I mean, you know, somebody would think there's something wrong if everybody's looking in the sky and people have 15 different ideas about what's true and not. You would say, somebody's wrong, some may be more wrong than others. Somebody's right. Because you're all looking at the same thing. And if somebody really was adamant about something being just off, no, I mean, I think there's a blizzard going on right now and it's 75 and sunny, then you start to question wh what's your state of mind? <laughs> what, do you got a virtual reality headset on? I mean, what are you looking at? Because you're not... You're not looking at eternal truth. But people have this concept that it's just whatever I think, and that's good. And that can be true for me. That's not, that, there's no such thing. And as we go into this year, we are going to need to know that what Jesus said, He, he said, the truth will make you free. Not somebody's idea, not your idea. Not somebody's plan, not somebody's philosophy. It's going to be truth. As we go into this year, we're going to need to know God's truth and need to stand on that and base our lives on that. Anything else is quicksand. It won't hold up. God's truth has got to be our foundation. Jesus said His truth, the truth, will set us free. Some things that look like truth or people say are truth, they may have the illusion of something that looks like it could set free, but if it's not real truth, it will not set free. And it will not hold up under pressure. Real quick. Uh, Psalm 119, verse 160 says, The entirety of your word is truth. So there we know, God's word's truth. What he said is true. John 17, 14, or let's just skip down to verse 16. It says, They are not of this world, just as I am not of the world. Sanctify them by your truth. Your word 
is truth. That means sanctify means set apart. Set them apart. He's praying for his disciples, praying for us, you know, for people that are going to believe on him. Sanctify them by your truth. Set them apart by what? Truth. Not somebody's philosophy. Not somebody's idea. Sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. Verse 18, as you sent me into the world, I have also sent them into the world. And for their sakes, I sanctify myself that they also may be sanctified by what? By the truth. By the truth. There is truth. It's God's word. And then in John 14, 15, let's read that. It says, if you love me, keep my commandments, and I will pray the Father. He will give you another helper that he may abide with you forever. The Spirit of truth. That's the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit. He is called the Spirit of what? Truth. The Spirit of truth. Whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. So the spirit of truth is in us. He's going to bear witness to the truth, God's word and what he says. They will never, ever disagree. God's Word will not disagree with the Spirit of God. God's Spirit, true, truth coming through the Spirit of God, will never contradict His written Word, ever. If somebody says something is true, and that it's God saying it, but it contradicts the Word, it is not truth. It's not right. I don't care if they said they saw 15 angels. If they say they saw Jesus appear to them. If it, does, if it contradicts one scripture, it's not truth. If somebody is saying something, anybody, and saying it's God, but you can think of a scripture that contradicts it, there's two things, one of two things. Either you have a misunderstanding of the scripture or what they're saying is not God. Because God's, God's Spirit never contradicts His Word. So we know that truth is the Word of God. The Spirit of truth is going to bear witness to that Word. And also what comes through the Spirit will not contradict the Word. John 16, 12 says, I have, I have many things to say to you but you cannot bear them now. However, when He, the Spirit of truth, has come, He will guide you into all truth. He will guide you into more truth. For He will not speak on His own authority, but whatever He hears, He will speak. He will tell you things to come. He will tell you things to come. We'll come back to that. 1 John 4, verse 4 says, You are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because He who is in you is greater than He who is in the world. That's the spirit of truth living on the inside of us. Verse 5, they are of the world, therefore they speak as of the world. And the world hears them. We are of God. He who knows God hears us. 
He who is not of God does not hear us. By this we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. So notice the word that comes through the spirit of truth agrees with the word of God. There are those that are not going to hear it because they don't hear the word. He who is not of God does not hear us. We have to be careful as Christians what we give ear to. Because there's so much in the world that is tainted. There are things that people believe and will quote. Christians will quote them. They'll teach them at seminars. And they are quoting books written by people that aren't Christians. I could name one that almost everybody in this room would have heard of. And it's by, it is, I've heard it taught at Christian. Uh, I've heard people quote it. It doesn't mean there's not some truth in that. But it is, people have taught it at seminars. People have taught it in business areas. And it is written by somebody that is not a child of God. Therefore, there is stuff in it that while some things may be true, people look to it as if it is all truth. But it's, it's going to have elements that are going to bring people off, and yet people accept it as truth, as if they quote it like it's the Bible. It's not. There's multiple things like that. And so people are pulling things in and say, well, this is true, because they heard somebody quote it that maybe they respect, say, well, then that must be true. The, our source of truth is the Bible. And the Spirit's going to bear witness to the Bible. Now, it doesn't matter how many millions of copies something sold. Somebody says, can the majority, or can, can millions of people be wrong? Are you kidding me? The majority is usually wrong. There's all kinds of stuff in the world that people jump on all the time. That aren't right. The, the world's perspective is muddied and corrupted because they, they've looked at ideas that are not based on the Word of God. 2 Timothy 4, verse 1. Let's look at that. It says, I charge you, therefore, before God, talking to Timothy, Paul, the Apostle Paul talking to a young minister, Timothy, I charge you, therefore, before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who will judge the living and the dead at His appearing in His kingdom. Preach, what? Preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, exhort with all longsuffering and teaching, for the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. I think we're long past that. But according to their own desires, because they have itching ears, they will heap up for themselves teachers, and they will turn their ears away from the truth 
and be turned aside to fables. Did anybody see any of that in the world? People don't want to hear the truth. People don't like the truth. People get mad at you if you say something that's true. Because it contradicts what they want to believe. And they maybe can point, like it says here, heap up teachers. They can point to people and say, yeah, but they teach it. I like what they're saying. Doesn't matter who says what. What, what does the Bible say? What does the Bible say? People are going to be turned away. The Bible says people are going to turn away from the truth. They're going to look truth directly in the eye and say, I don't want you. And get mad. Say you're hating them if you tell them the truth. Say you hurt my feelings if you, tell, if, some, if you share the truth. Well, if you don't change some things, there's going to be a lot more than your feelings that are going to get hurt. But that's the world we live in. Why? Because people started going away from the truth. They stopped listening to the truth. They stopped coming to put themselves face to face with the truth. This Bible is truth. When you look at it, the Bible says it's like a mirror. In James. You look at it, and it's, it's showing you where you're at, what's real, what's not, where you're at on things. Not, see, some people have been, religion has condemned them so much, they don't want to have anything to do with the Bible. And when they look at it, you know, like I, you know I've heard people say, well, it just, all I learned from religion is guilt and condemnation. Well, you were listening, that was religion. Yeah, you, that's right, it wasn't God. It wasn't faith, but the truth will correct you. The truth, when you look at it, you say, well, I, I'm not quite there in that area. Does that mean we just close up the book and say, forget it, I'm going to find some other truth? No. We say, God, help me. Lord Jesus, help me. Show me how to come up in that area. Show me how to walk. Show me how to be more like you. Thank you that because of you, I can come to God boldly even though I haven't made it. I'm not perfect. Nobody's perfect. But I'm not going to say, well, I'm not perfect, so it just doesn't matter. It's, it's whatever anybody wants to do. It's whatever anybody wants to believe. Let's just all have our own you know, belief system, all, our own truth. What's good for you may not be good for me. That's just okay. Many ways to God. That's all nonsense. You okay? Because that's not going to get us through. We've got to know what the truth is. And there is truth. The Word of God is true. We said the Spirit of God bears witness to that truth. But anything that then is true, just in the natural, then you can point to it and you can prove it. Like we were talking about, you're looking up in the sky, it, you know, you don't, need, you don't need a real long investigation to figure out 
what the weather's like if you're looking outside. It doesn't matter if people have different opinions about stuff. There is a truth, and so you can prove it. You know, I, have a, I, I took a lot of math because of my engineering degree. Took some science, but took more math. But in the, both of those, there are certain things you can, I didn't particularly like theorems and stuff like that and math, I didn't like doing that, but you could prove stuff through math, mathematical theorems and formula and etc. You, if you're in the scientific area, you can run experiments, you know, again, didn't, nothing, not knocking chemistry, I didn't really like chemistry, took what I had to, biology, didn't really like that, but you could run experiments in those areas, you know, that's why you had test tubes and things like that, you could run and you could run the same thing and you got the same results. Physics, I liked physics. You could do the same thing. You know, you, 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 know, you ever seen that experiment where uh, you put a feather and like a penny in a vacuum tube and you drop them? When they're in a vacuum, they both fall at exactly the same rate and it's not intuitive at all. To see a feather drop like a penny, you're like, if you've never seen that before, I mean, anybody can run that experiment if you, if you have the right equipment. It's not intuitive. If you told somebody, if you told a, a child that doesn't have much experience with it, they'd say, well, the feather does this, going down. No, it, it only does that because there's air there. You take all the air away, that feather will drop just like you dropped a penny. Anybody can do it. Anybody can see it. It'll work the same for anybody. That, it, you can find truth. There's a law of gravity. What does that mean? Well, you know what that means intuitive. I go out and jump out that window. I'm not going up. I'm going down. Doesn't matter how, quote, unquote, you know, spiritual somebody is. It's going to work the same for every. It, unless there is divine intervention, you're going down. Right? Works the same for anybody. There's not a single time somebody goes up unless you have something that's overcoming the law of gravity. There is so much in the world. I'm going to say some stuff. Just hold on. But you've seen, I mean, there's so much going on in the world. Look at all the stuff that's gone on with COVID. How many different lines of quote-unquote True statements have you heard? How many times has it changed? I'm just asking a question, okay? I'm not knocking anybody, but how many times has, have things changed? When we, you're told certain things about masks and then about distancing and all that. It's changed a lot. Well, there is a truth. There is, there is truth underlying everything. There is a truth regarding the situation there, and what I mean by that is, people may not have arrived at it, but there is something that is true. And there's a bunch of things that people thought was right, and it's not right. Thought certain things were true, and they weren't true. you got to be very careful with making certain decisions when you don't know the actual truth. Okay, I'm not here to knock anybody. I'm just talk we're talking about the truth. We need to... We, we got to understand there are things that are true, and then there's something to somebody's opinion. And if it's actual science, then people can run the same experiment. Right? 
Okay, you can do the same thing and it'll work. In the world, we've seen a lot of that and, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on with that. There is, in, right now, some people may not even realize it because certain things have been squelched. Regardless of the outcome, right now there are challenges to the presidential election. Been going on for a long time. Just going to touch on this. There is no electioneering going on right now because there is nobody voting except in Georgia. Nobody in here is Georgia. I don't think anybody online is. And that has to do with the Senate. But there is... There are opinions about this whole thing, and there are people that, okay, have opinions about the election. And there are people that don't have confidence about it. Well, there is a way to find out. And there are people that are, are talking about looking at um, doing audits and different things. People, and then, you know, people right away will say, well, that's all been done. May have been in certain areas. But there's a lot of people, there, there's a lot of people that have concerns. So to find the truth, there isn't several truths. Okay? And, and for us as a people to go for, I'm just touching on this. Don't worry, we'll keep moving. We need to understand what the truth is. And nobody should be afraid of the truth. Because we as a country need to know what the truth is to go forward. If President Trump actually won as a country, we absolutely need to know that. Everybody needs to know. If, if Joe Biden won fair and square, then everybody needs to know that so everybody can go forward. And I know there's a lot of talk, me even saying that. Some people, what they've listened to, it, it'll be like, well, there's nothing going on. All that's been done away with. There's a whole lot of people that are convinced it's not. So there's a truth there. My point is, we're living in a lot of stuff where... You, you know as well as I do, people are like, what do I believe? What is the truth, right? Where, who's telling the truth? Because you got people that are like, well, it doesn't, nothing's happening. You got people that know this is happening. Well, there's a way to determine it, but everybody needs to be open in general. And what has happened in our society is people have their truth, and they don't want to hear anything that opposes that truth. That's irrational. That's not right. I mean, if I'm going to have a conversation, I should be able to have a conversation with somebody and we talk about uh, realities. Not, you said something that makes me mad, so I'm shutting you down and I'm going to tear up your business too. I mean, that's not rational and that's not looking to truth, okay? We, we need to understand that in this world, people don't trust a whole lot. I know I'm waiting into all this today. That's okay. You know, there's certain things I haven't said for a long time, but right now I'm just touching on certain things in this context because there's so much going on. People don't trust the church. Why? Because there's people that have publicly failed. I'm not knocking them. I'm not condemning them. But it has worn down the trust for people in the church, people look and say, well, you're trying to get my money, or you're just you're a scam, there's no healing. There is a truth. There is a truth in the Word of God. God, there is supernatural power. But then, yes, there's people that have put on a show. That disgusts me. I'm not putting anybody down, but they've used, there are certain people that have used the, the, the things of God 
flippantly. Prophecy. You got to be very careful what you listen to when it concerns quote unquote prophecy. There have been so many people prophesy left and right about all kinds of things. Prophesy about the election, prophesy about who's go what's going to happen here and there. Don't pay attention to a lot of it, but I know it's there. Seen enough of it, know it's there. Be careful what you listen to. Be careful the, the credence you give to it. It devalues the real. There is the Spirit of God speaking by the gifts of the Spirit. And it's, there's the real. And, I, you know, I know people are human. They can miss it. But, you know, I've, it, there's people that have said, this is going to happen, and then turned around a little bit later. No, this absolutely, and it's the actual, the exact opposite. No, this is going to happen now. Well, which is it? We can all miss it. We have to be very careful when we're putting God's name on something because people, it devalues the truth. It devalues the real. I'm not saying that to lecture people. I'm saying to you as a pastor, be careful what you listen to. Because you know what happens? People get all, this is going to happen, this is going to happen. They get their eyes off God. They get it onto something somebody said and they fixate on it. And you know what happens when it doesn't come to pass? They blame God. They say God failed. God did not fail. We need to be able to have a conversation. What's the reality with certain things? Look at 1 Corinthians 12, verse 1. It says, now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be ignorant. You know that you were Gentile, you, that you were Gentiles, carried away to these dumb idols, however you were led. Therefore, I make known to you that no one speaking by the Spirit of God calls, excuse me, calls Jesus accursed. And no one can say that Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. This is talking about the gifts of the Spirit. Verse 3, let's read that again. Therefore I make known to you that no one speaking by the Spirit of God. Speaking by the Spirit of God, that means you're inspired by the Spirit of God. Inspired utterance is prophecy. No one speaking by the Spirit of God calls Jesus a curse, and no one can say that Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. That doesn't mean nobody can physically say it. People could, you know, say Jesus is Lord. That's saying the Spirit, when the Spirit of God is in operation, it will glorify Jesus. It will not devalue Jesus. It won't call him a curse. It will glorify Jesus. Prophecy, what people call prophecy. Look at 1 Corinthians 14.3. We'll come back to verse 4. Continue with the, the passage we were just reading. But 1 Corinthians 14.3 says, But he who prophesies speaks edification, exhortation, and comfort to men. That is the simple gift of prophecy. Prophesying is inspired utterance. 
It speaks edification, exhortation, and comfort. That is, there's so much on prophetic this and prophetic that. It's just a fad. Same things go around every, literally, everything's prophetic. All prophetic means is inspired utterance. It has zero to do with telling the future. The simple gift of prophecy doesn't have anything with predicting future events. If you hear something that is quote-unquote prophecy, but it doesn't bring edification, exhortation, or comfort, it is not prophecy. You want me to say that again? He who prophesies speaks edification, exhortation, and comfort to men. The simple gift of prophecy. That's what it is. Now look at 1 Corinthians 12, verse 4. Not going into this in depth, just touching on this a little bit so we can say some other things in context. 1 we're talking about the truth. 1 Corinthians 12, verse 4 says, There are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are diversities or differences of ministries, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of activities, but it is the same God who works all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit. Now this is listing nine gifts of the Spirit. Let's read them and we'll just come back quickly. Verse 8, for to one is given the word of wisdom through the same Spirit, to another the word of knowledge through the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healings by the same Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another different kinds of tongues, and to another interpretation of tongues. But one and the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as He wills. Now those nine gifts of the Spirit include the word of wisdom, the word of knowledge, faith, gifts of healings, working of miracles, prophecy, discerning of spirits, and tongues and interpretation. So the simple gift of prophecy is there. That is edification, exhortation, and comfort. Inspired utterance. That means when the Spirit of God is inspiring something, it is prophecy. Real preaching, and when you're preaching under the unction of the Holy Spirit, is a form of prophecy. Can be. But there's a difference. Usually it's like there's something that the Lord's saying, and there's a punch to it, an extra punch to it. That's the, the inspired, the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. But look at verse 8. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the same Spirit, to another, the word of knowledge by the same Spirit. These two things are separate gifts of the Spirit. The word of wisdom is talking about future events. The word of knowledge is talking about something that is now. The word of wisdom is when you're talking about what will happen, that's what a lot of people call prophecy. They're talking about predicting the future. They're talking about predicting something that will happen. Just prophetic is just inspired utterance. It's just Spirit of God inspiring you to speak something. Like I said, that can be interwoven with something even in preaching. There can be parts of it, but overall it's the Spirit that's given it. But specific prophecy, there's parts that the Spirit of God's giving something for exhortation, uh, exhortation, comfort, and edification. But then, within that, there could be a word of wisdom. That is talking about the future. Word of knowledge, something that there's no way a person can know unless 
uh, it was supernatural. They have no natural knowledge, but they talk about something that is. You give very different examples of that. But the, the word of wisdom is for the future. So we talk about prophecy. Simple prophecy is not talking about the future. It's not talking about talking, you know, telling something, reading somebody's mail. It's not. That's the word of wisdom or the word of knowledge. And if that is the Spirit of God, it will be right. Can men miss it? Sure they can miss it. But be careful, just because somebody says prophetic and has a YouTube channel on it and says, this is what God told me, take it with a grain of salt. Line it up with the Word of God, and I would not jump after Oh, so-and-so said it. And they've been accurate before. Like somebody said, a broken watch is right twice a day. I'm not trying to be mean. I'm saying, don't, they, we're talking about truth. And this is one of the biggest things Christians have been misled over time. What, let me say this. Why, why is our country even facing certain things right now? People can get all heated up and be like, we got to do this thing now. I agree. Right now, I believe our country is in a critical spot, and we want godly leadership. I, I fully agree with that. Why are we even in the position? It's because people have walked away from the truth for a long time. When it was in front of them, when they could have been in church, when they could have looked at the Word, they had something else better to do. For decades, over and over and over. And stuff, Satan's smart, and he's subtle, and he's patient. And so now we're in a position where there's certain, you know, there's a lot going on, but it didn't happen overnight, and Christians have listened to stuff that's, they, it got, it's got the Christian stamp on it. People say it's Christian. And so people just gobble it up. And they've listened to stuff that isn't godly. It isn't actually the truth. Over a long period of time. And subtle, things that are subtly off can be far more dangerous than something that's blatantly wrong. Something that looks like your favorite food, but actually has poison in it, is a lot more can be a lot more dangerous than something that just looks like garbage. Because most people won't eat the garbage. Christians will stay away, have stayed away from certain things. Well, I'm not going to do that, that. But, ooh, did you hear this on this channel? Does it line up with the word? I don't pretend that I have everything to get. I'm not, this is not the heart I'm saying this with. We don't, which is why we got to look at the word and we got to make sure we're putting ourselves in position to hear the truth. Amen? Over decades and decades, people. You know, used to be in the culture. People went to church on Sundays, and then they went to church on Wednesdays a lot, and some, some went Sunday night. And I remember when I was growing up, I mean, we did not have soccer practice or baseball practice on Wednesday night. We did not. 
They just didn't schedule because people had church. It was a thing. I'm not that old. But it slowly got eroded. Something else got it. I mean, we we only got so much time, so we got to put it here. And then Sundays, well, I mean, that used to be, okay, but we're not doing Sundays. Well, no, we got this, we got we to gotta fit, gotta fit the games in sometime. So what happens? People aren't exposed to the truth. It was, you come back, you hit it, Sunday, Wednesday. So you might, you get, you get stuff in the world, but you hear it, you hit, get in, the, in front of the Word, and you hear the Word. The Spirit of God's got a chance to, to speak to your heart. To, to, to put truth in front of you. You got the Word, you got the anointing of God, you got the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Truth quickening, and, and if there's a course correction, boom. Get on, boom. Ah, oh, missed a Sunday, but God, oh, thank God, boom. I, that happened to me so many times when I was not up here preaching, when I was uh, in the congregation. We would go to church, and not like we were getting off all the time, but I'm telling you, every message, it was like, it's for me. You know, sometimes Shelly and I, we've talked about this, you know, sometimes we're in, a, we're in a spat and we go to church and I even had to lead praise and worship sometime. You know, we hadn't fully ironed it out or we're like, uh, we're, we're good, but you know, we're still mad. We're going to deal with this afterwards, but just because we got to get up in front of everybody, <laughs> we're good. We're good, but we're not good. We'll deal with it later. So we get, go to church and then we're sitting there and from the pulpit, words are coming and truth is coming, and it's like, I can't, I can't stay mad, I'm a, just a big hypocrite, and we're like looking at each other, oh, I'm sorry, and by the time we left, we're, done, we're back where we need to be, what is that? Course correction, happening, it happened, it didn't happen just once, <laughs> I'm not saying we were arguing all the time, not saying that, I'm saying in different areas, I'm telling you, the pastor, I'd be like, well, you were preaching that for me. And then on Wednesday again, and on Sunday, that's supposed to happen. But what happened, people, people were like, this is more important. This is more important. What starts happening over time? You don't see the truth. So you get in an argument. We're not going to church. You know how many times it would have been easy to just be like, I don't want to go there. Well, guess what? It's a blessing sometimes when you're serving in church. It's a blessing to be a pastor because you cannot miss. <laughs> We've talked about it. I doesn't happen. So we, we were up in front. We lead and praise. Got to go. There have been times, to be honest with you, be like, we're staying home. I don't want to see you, you know, or something's going on. I don't feel like it. The game's on. Whatever. Got to be there. But how much happened? This is not to heap condemnation on anybody. This is what's happened to our culture. Don't want to go. Have this. Oh, this is going to be on Wednesdays for the next eight weeks. Good luck getting back on. After you haven't done something for eight weeks. What has happened in the COVID thing? Again, this is not condemnation, but what happened? People are get used to just turning on the TV. It's, we're, we're human. It's so much easier to roll out of bed. Turn on the TV at 10.29 or 10.32 or 10.38. Just missed a little bit of praise and worship. And just like, to get back to getting all the kids up and getting out of the house and getting there so I can watch the same thing in life, it's, it's a lot different being here. It's good that we watch it on. But back 
30 years ago, didn't have that. So what? People just missed the truth. They missed it. There was no course correction. So what happens? Start getting off. Start getting off. People start, they listen to something. Hey, that sounds pretty good. Not in church. Not hearing the word. Not hearing what the truth is. So they start believing it. Start implementing it. Pretty soon they just fall out. Well, I think this is, this is interesting. I, and, and the truth is getting further and further. It's distant. Uh, kind of. And then they start deceiving themselves, thinking, yeah, but it sounds like this Bible verse and stuff. Over and over. That's what's happened. And so people have gone away from the standard, from the standard, from the truth. And now we wake up and go, what's going on? Didn't happen yesterday. We are going to need to know as Christians. Let's look. We'll be closing here, but look, look at up. Where's my scripture? Okay, Matthew 7, verse 24. We got to know going in this year. This was on my heart. It started ringing over a week ago. We need to know the truth. The truth is what's going to make us free from anything somebody ensnares. If somebody's trying to ensnare, not everybody has pure motives. If there's something going on, we're going to have to say, look, is that true? Is it true? Is it right? How are you going to know? You're going to have to know based on the word, not because, well, I know it's true because somebody said so. I don't care if it's me. I don't care if it's you name them. It's not enough that somebody said it. We have to know what the word says. Matthew 7, 24 says, therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them. What are his sayings? They're the truth. Jesus is the word and does them. I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. It was founded on the Word. It was founded on the truth. So it didn't matter what's going on. The shaking still built on the truth, not going to move because the truth was true yesterday. It'll be true now, and it'll be true tomorrow. Verse 26, but everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them, say, ah, I don't really like that. I'm not, not going to go in there. Forget that. I'm not, I'm not put it, I don't like that. I'm going to go get a different teacher. I'm going to go get somebody that teaches something else. I don't like the Bible. Everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. The rain descended. Notice the exact same thing happened. To the, as to the other person. The rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it fell. And great was its fall. I don't know what 2021 holds. I don't have a word from the Lord. I'm just telling you, I don't know exactly what's coming. What I do know is that God's word's true. It was true in 2020. It's true in 2021, and wherever we're going to end up, we have to be based on the Word of God, not the Word of men. And listen to me, it's not who's in the White House either. We want truth to be in our leadership, but you, we, we cannot get to the point where if certain things happen, 
the Bible's not true anymore and everything's going down. The Bible says at the end of times things are going to go down, but it says for the Christian, we are still on the rock. We need to understand that. Guys, I, I, I don't know what's going to happen this week. I don't know what's going to happen next week. Don't know what's going to happen three months from now. Good night. Go back a year. We didn't know in three months we were going to be locked out. We don't know. I'm not saying somebody couldn't know anything, but I'm saying the truth is, regardless, the Word of God is right, it's true, and we have to get our eyes on the Word. We have to get our eyes on the truth. Because if we're looking for something, is this going to happen? Is this going to happen? This guy said it's going to happen. It's Oh, two days have passed, that date's gone. But it, this could, then there's a new revised thing or something. Guys, we have to look at the Word. The, the early church was born in the Roman Empire. It was not a nice place. I'm not saying we want to go back. But everything we read, Jesus, the Apostle Paul, it, that was the backdrop. Yet everything we read, the truth we stand on was in that context. So we have to trust God, pray for our leaders, pray for wisdom, believe that truth will be shown, but we cannot get our eyes on the wrong thing. We, got, we have to look at God and truth and believe him, but don't get sidetracked into something that isn't the main thing. God's word will stand for all time. There is truth that we can base our life on that no matter what shakes it, we will stand. Amen.